maybe I'm curious about the instabilities. Uh, and I'm curious to ask you how you can leverage this kind of something maybe viewed as maybe not positive, and sometimes you get a void. Like this, this kind of concept, how we use instability. Uh, can you tell a bit more how you can use something, maybe viewed as something maybe not positive for commonly traditionally, but you try to use it in a, in a very interesting way? Yes. So yesterday I was actually teaching in uh, something called squishy engineering, and, and uh, I, I made this uh, recurrent joke, which yesterday worked well. <laughs> so, but I, I show instabilities you know, in mechanics, right? So you know, the fluttering of a wing, or the buckling of railway, or the collapse of a tank. You know? So this is usually very negative in, in uh, mechanical engineering or civil engineering, right? So because it, it typically means that there will be dramatic failure in the structure. So, and as a result, these, these, uh, these instabilities, especially in mechanics, in, in solid mechanics, sorry, they have been mostly studied uh, in order to try and avoid them, right? And so I asked the, the, the classroom, you know, how can you turn something bad into something good? And the answer is to make an ice cream out of it, right? So uh, there is this, this brand of ice cream, it's called Vienita ice cream. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's, it's a pretty standard vanilla ice cream as a cake, but in between two, the top and bottom uh, sandwiches, there is this wavy pattern. And the wavy pattern comes from a buckling instability uh, in, the, in the fabrication lane, right? So they have a, a nozzle where they inject ice cream at a given velocity on a belt, and the belt doesn't move as fast as the injection. And so as a result, there is a buckling instability. So sometime, if you can harness instabilities, it's good. <laughs> Uh, in the case of ice cream. And I think in, in fluid mechanics, we have uh, a bit more this, uh, this habit of actually playing with instabilities. So if you think of everything involving droplets, uh, I don't know, inject printing, microfluidics, all that stuff is relying on the really, tail or really plateau instability, right? So the breakup of uh, a thread into a collection of drops. And so I think that in, in fluid mechanics, uh, there is this habit of you know, using interfacial flow and uh, to fabricate drops, for example. But this is, in, in the end, a very tiny thing, the, a tiny part of the whole library of you that you have in instabilities in fluid mechanics. And so my lab is sort of exploring how we can actually tap into all these big reservoirs to fabricate interesting structures. And uh, this leads to cool problems because you have this sort of traditional fluid mechanics, which is usually using Newtonian fluids, right? So whether it's water or silicon oil, right? Those, those fluids are typically Newtonian. But now you mix this uh, traditional fluid mechanics with actually uh, fluids that are a bit more extreme in that they can uh, cool down or they can polymerize and, and form like a tangible structures. And so this interplay between uh, uh, fluid mechanics and solid mechanics, because the outcome will be solid, I find very appealing. And on the, the fundamental side, you're adding one more time scale in the problem, which is the, the curing time scale, the cooling time scale. And so you know these problems are already highly nonlinear and highly complex, and so adding one more ingredient can actually lead to surprising results. And so that's, that's the type of thing that we're interested in in, in my group, and that I find uh, extremely satisfying because uh, you, I mean, I think everyone who, is in, who appreciates fluid mechanics like this sort of you know, uh, nice and smooth uh, looking structures that you have in fluid flows. And now these days, you know, we have these high speed cameras that are very cool because you can capture this thing, but still, it's still digital, right? And with, uh, with this, uh, the, the, the fact that you have these fluids that actually are curing or cooling down, these uh, previously unattainable type of structures, you can actually touch them and grab them in your hand, right? So as a matter of fact, 
Let me show you something. This is like, this is glass, right? So this was molten glass. It led to these sort of coiling structures. But now I can grab it and I can hold it with my hands, which is, I find it very cool. And so this sort of, you know, uh, interplay between, again, fluid flows, curing, and uh, leading to these structures, I find very, uh, uh, very um, satisfying, intellectually speaking, and intriguing because of this sort of uh, texture of the materials we have. And ultimately, this could be uh, interesting in engineering because you're all of a sudden turning these uh, fluid things into solid structures, right? So this naturally connects to additive manufacturing, really, right? So it's just another way of saying how you can manufacture goods, not, not using uh, molds or constraints, but using actually uh, fluid flows and interfaces to shape structures. 